I just want to lay down. It's funny you should say that. I nearly fell asleep on the sofa a little while ago. I'm on, I had a huge cup of coffee uh, this morning, and now I'm drinking this high-caffeinated tea, and uh, it's not cutting the mustard. You need that uh, caffeine soap. What the fuck is that? I saw it on a PC enthusiast uh, like gaming website so many years ago, but apparently they put caffeine in soap. And then when you wash your body, you get well, we all know we all know gaming enthusiasts don't use soap, Mike. So that's <laughs> that's true. That's why I probably didn't sell well. <laughs> Goths use patchouli. <laughs> Nothing better than covering up a stink. Yeah, especially my ass. Fucking hell. Uh, uh, do they have ASMR videos of people burping? They have to. <laughs> there we go. I could just picture, like, you know, a really attractive girl, like, leading into her microphone and just being like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, if anybody finds any ASMR burp videos, send them in to us. I want to watch some of these. I'm sure they're around. <laughs> and today we find out what Ryan's fetish is. Yay! <laughs> if you hear me uh, twitching around, I'm watching the Bears game as well. Uh, well, you can this. pause that or something, Mike. Uh, I'm not pausing that. All right, well, don't interrupt because it's recorded for me and I don't <laughs> want to fucking hear it, all right, man? Well, you better agree with everything I have to say on this podcast. Hey, I, I just don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> I got one of my buddies is fucking texting me and he's like, Oh dude, did you see that? And I'm like, no, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh, do you ever watch Home Improvement? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, um Yeah, well uh sorry, <laughs> cocksuckers. Um <laughs> For uh, who doesn't know, we're recording this and the Giants are playing the Bears. And Mike is is trying to taunt me. Watch that, that was annoying. But um yeah, uh, home improvement when he's like, no one, he's like, no one say the score of the, the, the Lions game because I'm recording it and every single episode someone spoils it for him in the end. <laughs> How do I feel like I've watched a bunch of home improvement and I don't even know? What? <laughs> that doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't ring a bell. Whatever, whatever, dude. What can I say? Hey, maybe I just don't remember that much home improvement. Although my cousin did dress up as Mugshot Tim Allen for Halloween this year. <laughs> I think I saw you post that. That was hilarious. <laughs> it's pretty good, too. He looks just like him. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Let's get started. Welcome. To all you need is blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. Here we go. Welcome, everyone. All you need is blood, the UHM Horror Podcast. Here we are on episode 64, I think, unless Shane is right and we're on 63. I don't know. 65, um, I said. Uh-oh. 
Wow. <laughs> now we're really hey, we're we're fucked a, up. Hey, we're in a fucking time warp, man. I don't fucking know. I don't even know what day it is. That's a spirit. Yeah. So yeah, um, joining me, I'm Ryan Tudelo uh, from Connecticut, and uh, joining me are my co-hosts, uh, Mike Whittemore from Chicago. Mike, how's everything going over there? It's it's going well. It's going well. It's, I don't like to hear that, Mike, because that sounds like the Bears are winning. It's going well. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, okay. Also joining me. <laughs> also joining me. Joining me is Shane Smith, not from London, England. Shane, how are you? Thank you. Yes, I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> Not from London. <laughs> I think the Kurt fuck off um, kind of uh, on Instagram the other day was. Oh yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't seem too appreciative. <laughs> I was having a bad day. <laughs> gotcha. So uh, we on the podcast here. We like to discuss horror movies. We like to talk shit to each other. Various other nonsenses, including. But not limited to music, movies, games, comics, and whatever else happens to come up in discussion. Uh, we're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, Gmail, all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, all you need is blood. The Instagram account, all you need is blood podcast. And you could be listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, some other places probably. And just type in all you need is blood, hit subscribe, like, comment, review, whatever you're supposed to do. <laughs> whatever you've been taught to do whatever, yeah, whatever do you've been taught to, whatever other podcasts tell you to do do those things for us yeah because we don't do them <laughs> exactly yeah oh so boys what's been going on lately you guys been listening to or uh watch any interesting things at all shane you getting into anything lately um listening to the new behemoth album a lot um Really getting into that actually. It's, and I don't usually listen to death metal, but um, really getting into it. It's, it's black and death metal. Oh, yeah, whatever. Boy. Whatever. Here we go. <laughs> but um, yeah, listening to that a lot. Um, bought myself some Blu-rays. Got Captain America: Winter Soldier. Oh, that's a classic. Um, do you just fart? No. 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 Go on. That sounded like you did. Sounded like a squeak. It's from it's from my pussy. Oh, dude. <laughs> that explains Fuck. it. Fucking shit, <laughs> Yeah, it was a, it was a different note. It was a little bit higher than normal. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was shoving something in there, wasn't he? Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Captain America: Winter Soldier. Uh, I got. The um, VHS edition. Oh fuck! What was the VHS edition I bought the other week? American Werewolf in London. Because mm-hmm. um, if you remember, I got the HMV exclusives of The Thing and Breakfast Club a while back. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah that's right. the one. It, it's it, it's in a VHS box, uh, yeah, but it's not it, a VHS, right? No, it's um, it's the Blu-ray and the DVD, and it comes with a poster, a sticker, and a trading card. Um. So I got American Wealth in London um, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks back. It's really sweet. It's really nice transfer um, on the disc. So that was really cool. Um, pardon me. Um, I'll slow by. I bought a couple of books. 
I'm going to try and... Thanks to Lux, my... what are those? Uh, yeah, I know, right? Um, I picked up... What did I pick up? I picked up Requiem for a Dream, because I haven't read that for a few years. Um, probably one of the most depressing films on record, but... Uh, yeah. You know, I've got the book, you know, because I'm happy like that. Um, what else did I pick up? I oh, can't remember what else it was. Um, been to a couple of shows. Um, went and saw Therapy a few weeks back. They were awesome. Um, I actually went and saw Killing Joke a couple of weeks back as well. And they were fucking superb. Mm. Um, loud. Very, very loud, as in my ears were ringing for two days afterwards. Um, and they were fucking awesome. And Sweet. Yeah, so that was really cool. Because I sent you a couple of their tracks, didn't I? Um, yes, you did. They were good. Yeah, well, they didn't play either of those. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they played a lot of other stuff, which was really cool. But yeah, they were so fucking loud. It was awesome. Cool. How about you, Mike? Anything good been going on recently? Um, uh, I've just been working a lot. Finally, we had a guy out for like the last nine months. I've never even met him because I've only I'm only four months into this job. But um, so we've been doing like six, seven days a week, every week, and I've been doing like fifty-six to like sixty-four hours a week, like the last like two months. And uh, finally, he came back. So I'm back to five days a week. I'm back to weekends off. Nice. So yeah, thank God. And um, I've been trying to. I this last like two weeks, I've been prepping for an EPA test. I've had to take so I can handle refrigerants and uh, like talk about refrigerants. God, what the fuck? And um, sorry, I'm still watching the Bears game. This is I should fucking turn <laughs> this off. <laughs> but um. It's very distracting, but, um, yeah. So like, you know, the refrigerants and your air conditioners and your refrigerators and stuff. I'm, I'm learning. There's like four different tests for that. It's like core, uh, type one, type two, and type three, depending on uh, high pressure and low pressure. And it's all this boring shit that you don't care about. But at the last two weeks, I've been studying for it because I need four certif- certifications to get my boiler license in mm-hmm. uh, like a year and a half. So I need my EPA, um, OSHA, uh, a pool test, just in case I go to a building where there's a pool. And uh, finally, I can only take my boiler test in two years. So I did the EPA test, and um, I've been studying for that for like two weeks at work, at home. And uh, it's nice because if you take the test, you, like, say you fail type one, but you pass core type two and type three, you can go back and only take type one. And it's free, like, the next two times you take it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so I yesterday morning, you know, I woke up, I was studying with Val, she was helping me, and I go to the, to the testing thing, and I go to take it, and it took me, like, an hour, and I, like, close my eyes, and I hit submit, and I open them just a little bit. And then it's like, are you sure you want to submit? I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. So I, I click that. <laughs> and then and it tells. Done. Got up, got up and walked away. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I click submit again. And it's a pass for all four, which was awesome. Oh. So instead of getting like a, a card that says like type one and type three certified and not type two, I get a universal card. So that's pretty neat. nice. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. But uh so since all that stress has been over, I'm back to five days a week. I can concentrate on the important things in life, like Smash coming out next 
Friday and Red oh Dead. Oh my Re- God! Is Red that Dead when Redemption. It comes out? Yeah, Red Dead Redemption Holy Two. Holy shit! I didn't even realize that. I'm like 40 hours into Red Dead Redemption Two, and I don't see myself slowing down from that. Yeah. Uh, Smash is coming out, and I I'm so stoked. Val is throwing a little Smash party. We're inviting like 10 people over, oh and we're gonna God, have like so fucking nerdy. Holy yeah. Shit. Oh, it's it's amazing. She's making food. She's a great cook, so she's making food and everything, and. It's it's going to be a fun time, and but other than that, I've been still doing my 365 days of horror. I'm on, uh, I don't know what day I'm on, but I'm on uh, uh, number 28 since mm-hmm. November 7th, so almost a month then. And um, one movie I think you'd really like, Ryan. Yep. It's a movie called Aramentary. Aramentary. Uh, How the hell do you the, spell that? E r r e m e n t a r i. It's on Netflix. Good lord! And um, holy shit! I know. I'll just give you the summary. It's on IMDb because this is what had me. It said the blacksmith and the devil is a retelling of an ancient fable about a blacksmith who finds himself battling the devil. Mm. And it's it's really fucking awesome. I, I gave it like an eight out of ten, and I, I I thought it was really cool. It had like a fantasy like element to it. It was really really cool. Uh. It's a I don't know what country it's from. They don't speak English, so... Let's see. Uh, I'm looking at that poster. Oh, it's now. German. Okay. It's German. Aramentary. No, this has got to be in Spanish. It says El Hacerio y El Diablo. Oh, so it's probably filmed in Germany. But it's... Uh... Yeah, it's in Spanish or a different language. I think it's Spanish. Yeah. If it's not English, I don't care, so... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's subtitles and stuff, but the, the set design's awesome. If there's like a demon in the movie and it's all practical effects. It's it's really oh, cool. Cool. And that's on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix nice. movie, I think. Really? I think it- no, maybe not. It was it was a hit like stages. Maybe Netflix bought it, but it was uh, it came out in yeah. 2017. But it's Netflix really good. Netflix has been pissing me off recently. Yeah. Like I watched a couple Netflix shows, and now my entire Netflix page is all just Netflix shows they're recommending. Yeah. And I'm like, where the fuck are my movies that I was, wa- you know, watching and stuff? It never pops up any of that shit before. It's all Netflix originals. Yeah, when, I, when I'm when i on Netflix and I, like, watch one thing, I, like, and then I, I don't finish it or something, I come back to it. I have to, like, battle through, like, three different pages to get back to what I was initially watching. It was stupid. It it. But you know what I found too? Because I recently start I get, uh, started getting Hulu. Yeah. Because um, they had they had a, uh, a I don't know if it's a Black Friday sale or whatever a Cyber Monday or something. It was you get one year of Hulu for twelve dollars. Oh, like, oh, that's doll- nice. I'm like a dollar a month. Fuck yeah! I wanted to watch. You know, I've been dying to watch Rick and Morty and uh, and like Always Sunny since they took Always Sunny off Netflix. I'm like fuck yeah! Now I can watch them again. Um, and you know it's the cheapo one where you get commercials and shit. Yeah. But whatever. I don't I don't give a fuck. Uh, but yeah, that's the same thing too. You go to your homepage and I'm like, all right, let me just pick up right where I left off from fucking the last episode of Rick and Morty. And it's not, I have to like dig through it. Put this shit. The last thing I watched should be the first button I press. It should go right into it. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But, um, no, I agree. I have the, 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 the student version of Spotify premium. So I get Spotify for $5 a month and that includes Hulu and Showtime on Hulu. For five really? bucks, yeah. Holy shit. So I just re-upped it for another year, but uh, yeah. But besides that, I've been um, I bought a, a couple records last Friday. It was Black Friday, 
or two Fridays ago. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it was like. Is. It was like two weeks ago, I think. And then, uh, yeah, I bought uh, I bought some records on Record Store Day. They have like two Record Store Days a year, and the second one is like not is like the backup one. But I bought uh, uh the Nails. I bought their first album. Bought a Sleep single, and I bought a uh, Pestilence album. And then, other than that, I have been listening to a lot of Typo Negative lately for some reason. Yes, can't get wrong with Typo. And um, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of stuff. I listen to something new every day on the way to and from work, so try to keep up with the with the metal, you know. Actually, you talking of vinyl reminded me. I bought the Lost Boys soundtrack on white vinyl on Friday. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, HMV. They have all these. They have the uh, limited edition stuff come in. And um, it was £21, but um, it looks really cool, you know, and it's cheaper than what it is on Amazon. Because I think the last time I checked it was something like £36 for the white vinyl. And they've also got a red variant as well. But that's oh, that's neat. Yeah, but they that's, had, like, uh, that's like £45. Yeah. That la- oh, last shit. for record store day, they had the 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 big draw for this this most recent record store day is typo negative was re releasing bloody kisses or somebody yeah. was re releasing bloody kisses on a green super limited record, yeah. and I got there thirty minutes after the store opened and it was already sold out. And now scalpers yeah. are selling it for like one two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. I, know so- I know somebody who um, got one. One of my Instagram followers got- managed to get one. And he got a, um, I think it was a clear silver vinyl. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he posted pictures of it, and I said, um, what do you want? How much do you want for it? I'll do anything to get that. Um, and he quite promptly told me to fuck off. So, yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah, that's that's more than fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Counteroffer. Yeah. Counteroffer, go fuck yourself. Mm. <laughs> Fuck me. Cool. Uh, let's see. I haven't been doing a whole lot recently. I just started a new job. And like I said uh, before, I've been just fucking putting in so many stupid hours trying to figure out how to do this job, basically. So is it the same as your last job? Or did you... No, is this no, like no. a new Com- career path? Completely different career path. Oh, wow. Um, so it's, that's, you know... That's pretty it's pretty ballsy. Yeah. Yeah. What do I care? Okay. <laughs> Listen, like... There's something you'll find out. Work is work. Everyone that says pick a job that you enjoy, that's bullshit. Oh, I know that. Trust me, I know that. But pick a job that that pays you. But I'm just saying, like when you you, how long have you did your previous job for? Uh, 14 years. So you went from a previous career path that you do, I'm assuming pretty well, to this completely (laughs) something new. I mean, that's that takes a lot of a lot of chutzpah. Yeah, but it's I I kind of like that because I like. I don't know, changing things up, but yeah. you know, it's just uh, just learning the way things work. Fucking filling out so much goddamn paperwork, and you know, oh, you can't file that thing until you do this, and you got to print out a copy of this and give it to so and so. Oh, and on that particular customer, you have to deal with this guy, but not that guy. You're like, I, I, I don't know any of this shit. So it takes me longer to do anything, so I have to work longer hours. But whatever, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. So, but I let's see, what else did I do? Um, I read a comic series of Hellraiser, uh, that was actually pretty good. I don't remember. I, th- it was it was just called like the Hellraiser anthology or omnibus or something that it uh it got released on Comicsology on, and it was pretty interesting. It was sort of like a a later story where Christie from the original 
and part two, and I think five, whatever one had the detective in it. Um, she like, she's back and she's trying to destroy all the portals from hell, like the lament configuration. There's a few other things that are floating around other devices that open, you know, doors to hell. Um, so she's going around destroying those with a few other people. And eventually she gets towards the end, but Pinhead's having like this, he wants to get out of hell. He's sick of, you know, being hell's servant, essentially. So he like tricks her into essentially trading places with him. Christy becomes the new Pinhead and he gets like not reborn, but, you know, brought back to life as uh, uh, his, you know, World War One persona. I forgot what the guy's name was. Um, but it's pretty good. I think, uh, Clive Barker, um, and he, he didn't write the, the exact script, but he planned out the story to say how all this would go down. And, uh, it was pretty good. There's a part two I have to get eventually, but that sounds like pretty so awesome. Far. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it sounded, I don't know. The, the plot sounded kind of stupid. Oh my God. I don't know. A new pinhead. But then like, it gets pretty deep into the Hellraiser lore about like, you know, the engineer and, um, and Leviathan and like all the, all the Cenobites, how that, how that whole situation works and how they can be killed and replaced or whatever. So a lot of that shit's pretty cool. Uh, and it has, um, what's his face? Shane, who's the, um, who's the detective in Clive Barker's other stories? Oh, fuck. Yeah. I know what you're on about. Um, um, Harry something, right? Strange. Lestrange. Damore, Harry Lamore. Damore, that's what it is. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Yeah, he's in the book. He's in the uh, comic <clears throat> series, too. Uh, he plays sort of like a secondary character that's um, essentially working on a, another side of, you know, like Christie's trying to stop this whole pinhead plan and everything, and he's back on Earth trying, you know, he knows shit's going down and he's trying to prevent it in his own way. So it's pretty cool. There's a lot of good stuff in it. Uh, so what else? What else did I do? Oh, I watched the first episode of The Man in the High Castle, which has been out for years on Netflix. Not Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, and it was awesome. Um, so I'll, I'll probably be getting more into that. And, I uh, never really gave Prime like shows a chance. I don't know why. I keep hearing good things about this one, and you know, it's it's. I don't if anybody doesn't know the story. Uh, it's, you know, it's like a famous story about if the Nazis had won World War II. Oh, that's pretty uh, badass. And it takes place in the United States. Uh, it, I think this is in the 1960s, so it's like 20 years, you know, it, it's 20 years after the war. Uh, so Nazis have taken over half the United States, and the other half has been taken over by Japan. And there's like a clash between the Nazis and the Japanese, like they don't like each other anymore. So that's, so, that's it's pretty interesting. So where does, uh, where does BJ Blaskowitz come in? Oh, he's, he's going to show up. It's going to happen eventually. <laughs> No, that was a hundred percent. What do you call it? The fucking uh, Overlord. <laughs> that was that was Wolfenstein the movie, man. So, yeah, that's about it for me. I don't know. I haven't been doing too much else recently. Uh, squeezing in the movies. Oh, I, I say that, and I fucking just got back last night from uh, Elisa had bought me tickets to go see Jerry Seinfeld live at the casino. How was how was it? Um, it was good. So this is the first time I'd ever seen him live. I've seen like I think one of his stand-up performances on Netflix. As I usually don't watch too much stand-up. Uh, every now and then I'll watch one, but um, I'm a big fan of his because I, you know, I love Seinfeld yeah. the show, obviously, and I love comedians in cars co- getting coffee. Uh, so I like I I like his humor style, and it was good. It was like you could tell, and everything was 100 percent new. There's no 
jokes that he's ever said before, or, you know, coming around. But some stuff I was, like, surprised that Seinfeld would not necessarily stoop down to, but I'm like, I didn't realize that Jerry would think about something like this. Like, he had a whole rant about um, Flex Seal. And I'm like, Flex Seal? <laughs> yeah, you know the infomercials yeah. where the guy takes... I'm gonna he, saw this boat in half. Yeah. Jerry's like, listen, I'm not saying I would ever buy a boat with a screen door on the bottom, <laughs> but if it came to that situation, I'd be prepared. <laughs> He's like, I know exactly what to do. <laughs> I used some of that on my Jeep. <clears throat> really? Yeah, it, it's it was leaking from the top because it's a '95 Jeep Grand Cherokee it rusts, and I sprayed it, and I and I thought it would stop the leak, and it didn't. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty. I think it's actually worse now. <laughs> <laughs> it opened the hole up, <laughs> rusted right through. <laughs> oh shit! That's funny. So yeah, so that was good. Uh, the casino was weird, man. I. You ever go to any casinos, Mike? No, we're planning on going to Vegas next year because the Bears might play uh, that, I don't know, over there. Vegas team. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be. (laughs) So, yeah, we might go over there, but I've never been to a casino. I want to, though. So, I mean, we get there's two big casinos in Connecticut, and they just actually opened another one uh, across the border in Massachusetts. And one of the casinos I only go to because one of them is Mohegan Sun, and that one has a big arena and a lot of... A lot of uh, concerts and comedians. Like, there's a ton of shows that happen there. So I end up going to that casino, like, a decent amount. I've never really been to the other one, Foxwoods, because it doesn't have the big arena. Uh, It just has, like, smaller, you know, sort of theater-setting places. Uh, So I went to Foxwoods this time. And, man, when you walk through those casino floors, you've never seen anything more depressing than these people running those (laughs) slot machines, man. I swear to God. So we were around like the casino floor the whole night. We had dinner. We were having drinks. We we're having a good time walking around. Every time we walked through the like the, the casino areas, you never ever ever saw anyone go yeah or woo like nobody. <laughs> the entire time we were there, people are just miserable staring at these fucking machines. You know, there's not even any levers on them anymore. They're just pushing the button yeah. over and over again as they're fucking, the money they have in there ticks down and down and down. I'm like, holy shit, this is what people do? I'm not a gambler. I, I, I hate gambling because I have such a piss poor attitude that if I lose $5, I'm like, fuck this place, yeah. I'm out of here. I'm, I'm pretty good at poker in Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> That was almost a spit take. It almost got me there. <laughs> so I, I think I think I can hold my own in real life. <laughs> I used I used to be pretty good at playing blackjack on one of the Leisure Suit Larry games. So I feel like it could probably give me an advantage. I think I know what the I'm key, doing. <laughs> the key was to do a save state right before the hand is dealt. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so what do we got for an actual topic today? As we've already gone on a few fucking random rants. Yes. Um, This was, again, actually, this was kind of a random topic. Uh, We did, I think, cold weather horror last time. Or last year, rather. Uh, So this year, I I don't know. I said, what about some icy horror? It's December. Uh, It's starting to get cold, at least over by me. I'm sure Chicago's cold, because Chicago's always cold. Yes, very. Um. Shane, what's London like this time of year? I don't know what London is like. Norwich is kind of cold, though. Oh, I just let out a fart, then. Oh, that was a good one as well. Warmed up the room a little bit. 
warmed up my cheeks. Yeah, I know that much. Know. There you go. Um, <laughs> so yeah. for sort of icy horror, I don't even know what that's defined as. Uh, I guess just horror that has cold or ice in it. I, I would say colder than you know a normal winter. Colder climate. Like ice. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, Mike, I'm going to start with you because you oh, have shit. two movies that I have not even heard of. So yeah, neither have I before yesterday. Because you're right, like, cool. hey, I'm, I'm, we're going to do Icy Horror. And I'm like, ah, all right. And then the day before, I'm like, ah, let's see what I should watch. So um, I Googled, as a professional, I Googled mm-hmm. Icy Horror movies. <laughs> and my uh, first pick, Windchill, popped up. I'm like, oh, okay, that's got to be an Icy Horror movie because it's called Windchill. So uh, it came out in 2007, and it stars Emily Blunt and Ashton really? Holmes. Yes, and Emily Blunt, I got to tell you. 2007 Emily Blunt is 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 where it's at. Yeah, I know why I know why John Krasinski locked that shit down. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's um. So I, I was reading IMDb like plot for. I'm like, okay, what kind of piece of shit is this? And apparently, it's two college students share a ride home for the holidays, but when they break down on a deserted stretch of road, they are preyed upon. Oh, that's kind of shitty. Kind of gives a spoiler in there, but don't don't read the. The, the plot point on IMDb. Just, uh, yeah, just watch the movie. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, so in the beginning of the movie, Emily Blunt, she's, she needs to get a ride home for Christmas break. So I could, this is actually kind of like a Christmas movie, too. We could have talked about this last year. But, yeah, it's like Christmas break, and she needs, she wants to get home to Delaware, wherever. I don't know why anyone wants to go to Delaware, but she's, she's going to Delaware. And uh, the person she's texting was like, oh, why don't you try the ride board? Because I guess that's a thing in colleges where people do rides for people. I don't know. That sounds like a good way to get raped. Yeah, I mean, or, you know, the ending of this movie. And uh, yeah, so some creepy dude by uh, played by Ashton Holmes, who was in he's the kid from History of Violence. Oh, okay. And, uh... In Windchill. <laughs> <laughs> he's in... He was in Boston Legal <laughs> for a while. <laughs> um, yeah, he's in something else, I know, but I, I forget what. And, uh, so yeah, he, he picks her up and he reveals he's kind of like a stalker, and he kind of knows everything about Emily Blunt, and there's some weird, like, things going on here because what in the beginning of the movie they stop at like a gas station she's like i gotta pee and he was like okay so they go into a gas station and she uses the bathroom and she gets locked inside the bathroom she can't get out and she's like help me help me help me and she like can hear him talking and then she finally gets out and she's like didn't you hear anything that i said and he's like no and then they like never bring that up again and why she was like freaking out nobody heard her it I, I don't get why, but yeah. But uh, throughout the rest of the movie, they um, they're continuing along a road, and he makes a detour, like they do in most movies. And it's it's all you know icy outside. It's it's very cold. It's snowing. It's around Christmas time, and they uh, they find a car that runs them off the road, and they get into like this ditch, and they're they try to get out of the ditch, and they can't do it. So throughout the rest of the movie, um. Like, they're trying to, like, figure out where they are. They try to use their cell phone. They try to call the cops. And obviously, no one's coming through. But eventually, um, 
I guess I'll spoil it. I don't really give a shit. But uh, there's like ghosts that that pop up on the road, and apparently, like thirty years prior, there was a bunch of priests that uh, burnt down in a house nearby there. A cop would run people off the road and rape and kill them. And like the ghosts of all these people start taunting the people in the car that has gotten to the accident. So it's kind of a unique setting for a movie. Like they, they're trapped in like a, a snowy ditch, but they're getting like uh, bothered by ghosts and shit of like recently dead. And they keep going like in and out of body of ex- in and out body experiences and stuff. It's, it's a pretty neat movie. I was actually uh, on the edge of my seat through the whole thing. I was kind of like, Oh, I wonder where this is going. And it's only an hour and a half. So it's, it's not too long. Unlike the other piece of shit I watched. And um, yeah, it's, it's a neat kind of flick. And I, I, I thought the ending was a little weird, but I enjoyed the whole thing. And I, I picked this for icy horror, not because it just had, you know, the snow in it, but it's, oh, it's, blunt. Yeah, or Emily Blunt, but I mean, they're like, I mean, imagine going into your car in the morning on a cold day and then just being stuck there for like eight hours, <laughs> you know, in uh, in the middle of a valley. So it's, I, I found it a little colder than a normal, like, just like a winter movie. So it's a pretty cool movie. I I, I watched it on uh, Prime. I spent the $3 on the standard thing. So, <laughs> so why not? Not bad. All right, cool. I'll, I'll check that out. Um, I'm a little surprised I haven't even heard of this. Yeah, me either. It, seem, it, it seems like it... Do you think this was in theaters, or do you think this was a direct-to-video? Uh, it came out... It says the UK in August 3rd, 2007. Um, I, I don't know much about it. I don't know if it... I don't know. It says budget was $6 million and uh, mm. oh, it says limited release opening weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so maybe this one just slipped by. Yeah. So, hmm. Could have to check that out. Sweet. All right, I'm going to go next year, boys. Uh, oh, God. What am I doing here? Fuck. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, The Chilling, 1989. And this movie has a great cover. Like, it looks fucking awesome. There's like a frozen zombie thing and it's gonna be breaking out of glass and um turns out the movie's just one giant pile of shit <laughs> who would have thought but, <laughs> i know right? you like wow look at this this is gonna be awesome so it's a late 80s uh, zombie movie it's directed by deland noose who also directed or co-directed rather uh, Return of the Boogeyman, something I have talked about multiple times, <laughs> in that that fucking movie is made up entirely of footage from the first Boogeyman, so I guess this guy shot the five minutes of new footage in it. Congratulations. Uh, but it was also co-directed <laughs> by uh, Jack Sonsiri, who was a producer on Dead Pit, which is a hilarious and underrated horror movie. Dead Pit's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so... I mean, he was just a producer on it, but whatever. That's just something to talk about because it's fucking cool. Um, stars, stars, quote unquote, uh, Linda Blair as a customer service representative. I think that's what her job title is or something like that for a cryogenics company. And it also has Dan motherfucking L's Haggerty <laughs> back again. 
Oh yeah, I was, when he when he showed up, I didn't even really know he was he was in this. I, I don't I don't think it was listed on the front cover. I wasn't paying attention as the credits were scrolling. So like when he showed up, I'm like, oh shit, it's Dan Haggerty! I got all excited. Um, the movie starts off and it explains that there's this cryogenics company uh, that, that's like freezing bodies of people and whatever. But the owner of the company is a sketchy asshole who's actually stealing organs from the the recently dead victims and selling them uh, to Mexicans. And the nobody in the company knows about this except for him and one other guy, the guy that does the surgery, and then the owner brokers the deals with the Mexicans. Um, so Linda Blair isn't really involved in you know the bad side. She's trying to be a nice customer service rep for this company. Uh, then it cuts to a bake robber slash rapist slash murderer who, after he's done raping his girlfriend uh, and killing some people, uh, tries to rob a bank with one of his buddies. And there is like a good 10 minute shootout at the bank. It's it's absolutely insane that this I don't know why it's this long or in the movie, because this really plays no part in the rest of the film. There's just a 10 minute shootout at a bank. Eventually that the uh, the bank robber rapist uh, gets shot and sent to the emergency room. And the, um, his father apparently is this really wealthy guy comes in and they're like, there's nothing we can do for your son. He's in a coma, blah, blah, blah. What do you want to do? And he's like, I want to freeze him because my wife is cryogenically frozen. So I want to freeze him so they can, you know, come back to life someday or something. So uh, Linda Blair shows up, and this dude is fucking hitting on Linda Blair hard. He's, like, in his 60s, and in this movie, so, like, this is 89, she's probably in her 20s, I think. Um, so it's really creepy. But, uh, but yeah, they get the body in there, and they're freezing it, and the guy's explaining. Meanwhile, the sketchy dude that owns a company is like, ooh, this guy's got good organs. I'm going to sell them to my Mexican contacts. And... Uh, Dan Haggerty shows up as a security guard at the place and he is hitting on Linda Blair something fierce. <laughs> he invites her to step inside his security uniform that he's wearing and she's like, ew, it's so fucking gross. It's so weird to see him as like a creepy molester. Um, I don't think he was meant to be played off like that. He's meant to just be, you know, a normal drunk Dan Haggerty, but a little something extra on that one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> eventually the shit hits the fan. A huge storm comes in, causes a power outage. And Dan Haggerty is the only one, him and his, and another security guard are watching the building and they're like, Oh my God, there's no power. All the bodies are going to thaw. So they have the brilliant idea to take all the bodies and put them, or not the bodies themselves, the big, um, metal containers the bodies are in and put them outside because it's colder outside than it is inside. So they, like, bring all these containers outside. They all get struck by lightning and come back to life. And now it's like a zombie attack at this place. Somehow, um, Linda Blair's drunk boyfriend, who is just swilling booze the entire time. In fact, it's, it, although this takes place on Halloween, I forgot to mention that. Uh, some trick-or-treaters come around to the guy's door, and he's drinking, like just the last sip of a bottle of vodka and, and he opens the door and the trick-or-treaters are like trick-or-treat and he takes the empty bottle and dumps it in one of the kids bags and then just keeps <laughs> he but the funny part is he keeps walking out the door like the kids are like what <laughs> um the the special effects in this aren't great um there's no good practical stuff even though they got some really good like gooey drippy zombies uh, they're all kind of lifeless and have like green gel for blood they don't have you know it's not like gory like it should be 
Um, the kills aren't interesting. There's like a couple... There's one big sequence that they have where Danny Haggerty runs a uh, a forklift through a zombie. And like it's played out like this is the most awesome thing you've ever seen. In fact, they show it two or three times in the movie. And I'm like, all right, it was it was okay. You know, you see the the fork the fork come through the guy's chest, and you're like, okay, what else? Um, it just keeps going. Eventually, tapers off, and then they have like then the movie like ends. It just stops being a movie anymore. They're like, that's the end. And at the end, they have a, they have one of those sequences where they show like the person's picture and text that that says what you know <laughs> what happened to them. So they show, like, Linda Blair, and it's like, Linda Blair went off and married the old guy that was hitting on her and had a and had a kid with him. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> yeah! And then, and then it shows Dan Haggerty, and it goes, like, Dan Haggerty left to go live in the woods with his dog that he saved and his pet bear. And I'm, uh, that's because he was in that TV show where he had a pet bear and he lived in the woods. <laughs> 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 it's fucking ridiculous. Um, I don't know. The whole movie was really stupid, and I don't really recommend you watch it, but if you want a... This is a great example of a bad 80s zombie movie. People always talk about how great the 80s are, and, you know, they're like, oh, Return of the Living Dead and all these awesome things. This one is a pile of shit. Like, this is a good counter-argument to that everything was great in the 80s. It's, It's just the most mundane, boring thing. The zombies are attacking people. Nobody else is getting turned into zombies because they're just... I don't know, they're not like uh, a virus or anything else. They're just reanimated by lightning and cryogenic fluid or some shit. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I don't recommend it. Avoid if you can, unless you're trying to do some weird I-have-to-watch-every-zombie-movie type of thing. (laughs) Not that good. You guys ever seen or heard of this? No. Yeah, you're better off. Not worth it. Oh, So how about you, Shane? What do you got for us in your icy horror? Oh my icy horror! I've got Troll Hunter. Ooh, that's a good one. I love that movie. Yeah, the 2010 movie by Andre Arvidell. Um, it's basically a group of students, group of students investigating um, a series of of bear killings, and they manage to get the help from some locals and um, learn that there's more, more than. Um, or they get more than they bargain for when they when they go out when uh, they find out they they follow a, a hunter or a hunter takes them on this path and they discover that they're actually um, hunting trolls um, and it's you know with some pretty hilarious results as it's it's one of those films that I watched a while ago I liked it um, obviously because I mean you get the version uh, the version I've got has got subtitles on it. I've also got the English language track version on there, which is kind of entertaining when you're watching it and you know full well that the fucking speech just does not match um, what they're saying on the screen. Um, Or as we like to say, the carpet does not match the drapes. Um, (laughs) That that means something different here. (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what it means. Yeah. But um, it was just fucking. It's just one of those films that you um, you can watch, and it is actually quite funny. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of CGI in it, and yeah, because of for the trolls and stuff. But there's some of the close-up scenes that are pretty hilarious. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's a really well done film. Um, it's basically they find find all these 
bed is dead and then these like students go to investigate it and they stalk it for a little while, stalk a trail and they come across this hunter, Hans, expecting to find like some kind of ex- explanation as to what's been going on. But when they find out that it's trolls, they um, kind of lose their shit a bit and they don't really believe him to begin with. And then they actually witness a troll for the first time and they're kind of like, what the fuck did we just see? And um, <laughs> it's... Um, it's actually pretty funny in, in places. Um, my One of my favourite scenes is um, on the bridge when... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, when, the go- <laughs> when they've got the goats and, like, the troll munches one of the goats and he comes up wearing all that fucking cast iron armour, that complete outfit, and the troll jumps up on the bridge kind of thing and he just, like, starts knocking him about left, right and centre. And you can almost feel the bones breaking in that poor bastard's back. <laughs> you know, and you've got the girl, oh, come here, little goat, come on, off you come, you know, trying to save the goat. And then he's like, right, I have to sp- I have to spill Christian man's blood to get the fucking troll's attention. And it's just hilarious. It's just like that poor bastard getting thrown about. It's just fucking <laughs> brilliant. It's like a core. You can really feel that. <laughs> and then one of my other favourite scenes is the um, the trolls farting in the cave. Yes, of course. That gets me every single time. Proper makes <laughs> well, me giggle. That whole cave scene was pretty great, though. Yeah, it was. Like, the whole, the whole thing all together. It's just uh, the fact yeah. they're trying to keep quiet, and then they keep farting, and they're sitting there, and there's like a slight combination of like cracking up <laughs> and trying not to throw up at the same time as well. It's just brilliant. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like this film, because it's... Basically, it's just, it's different, you know. It's, you don't see many films like this these days, you know. Let's go and hunt, hunt trolls, and if you think you're all right, you've been playing a bit too much fucking D and D in your life, haven't you, mate? You know that kind of thing. But this it is this is a really really funny film. I really enjoyed this one. Um, I mean, I personally would give it a seven out of ten. Um, and I don't know what you guys think of it. But I just think it's a classic film. It's just really funny. Yeah, I think this one's great. Uh, it's Norwegian, right? Yes. And it's it's good to ha- you know you have you they have different sensibilities on what they you know have for humor and what they have for uh, for weird situations. And I think it's fucking hilarious that they sort of, it has like a little bit of like men in black influences where yeah. they're like, Oh no, no, everybody knows about trolls. Like of course <laughs> they exist. <laughs> and people have been living with them for, you know, thousands of years. Yeah. Uh, just not really mentioning it. <laughs> and, um, I like the way they built the world and they explained everything, how they keep the trolls in certain locations and, yeah. you know, track them and make sure nothing, nothing bad happens. Uh, I like the variety of trolls. I thought that was pretty cool. Yes. Um, I quite liked. Um, there was the troll at the end, the big fucker. Oh yeah, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. And um, just like seeing everybody getting battered around, that was quite quite entertaining. And you you watching it, and you think, fucking hell, you know, you really do feel for these characters because the way they're they're like being used and abused by this hunter, you know, as both. Yeah. And it's, it's like, you really think to yourself, them poor little bastards, you know, he's a right cunt, that old geezer, but, you know, you can see why he's doing it, because he's got to capture these fucking trolls. Uh, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's an entertaining watch. I feel kind of left out, because I'm not belching so much today. <laughs> 
I'm sure you'll get some in there, Shane. Well, I did let off a fart a little while ago, but I mean, that's probably about it for me tonight. <laughs> that's it for me tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my last fart of the day. Now yeah. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, because I fucking nearly fell asleep on the sofa about an hour ago, for crying out loud. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Troll Hunter is great. If anybody hasn't seen it, so it's it's like uh, found footage. Yeah. Um, I, I Did we even t- ever talk about this in one of our found footage shows? I don't think I, we did. I think we mentioned it, but that's about it. Yeah. No, this is a great, great found footage movie. Uh, I think it's unique. It's, it's It has a, a good story. The characters, you can follow them. And, and you mentioned the C, you mentioned the CG, but I don't think it's that bad. But it's been, then again, it's been a few years since yeah, I watched. I mean, it's, like, it's, I watched it when it came out. Yeah, I mean, it's eight years old. So this film, I mean, it came out in twenty ten. Oh, Obviously, God. CG has come a long way since then. But um, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things when you watch it and you kind of notice how ropey it looks in places. But I mean, yeah, it's not bad Get- for what it is. Get sorry, one. sorry, sorry. <laughs> You're watching that fucking game again, aren't you? <laughs> no. You liar. <laughs> God damn it. Why do you have to record this? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know what's happening. I want you to keep your mouth shut. I know, I'm because... trying. I'm trying. Mm. This is all going to be a trick. I'm going to turn it on. The Giants are just going to get crushed. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like it's yeah. like forty-eight nothing right now. <laughs> oh fuck you! Oh god. See, so, yeah, what do you think, Mike? You like Troll Hunter? Yeah, unfortunately, the last time I watched it was probably 2010. Um, yeah. But I, he mentioned the CG too, and I don't remember the CGI bothering me at all. Um, and that's rare in a found footage movie. But I feel like they. Like for this kind of movie, they needed to do that, <laughs> you know, with the yeah. with the intricacies. Forty foot troll attacking things. Uh oh. Yeah, the intricacies of the trolls and everything. It was uh, it, it, that CG need to be done. But yeah, I, I remembered enjoying the hell out of it. I, I really have to watch it again. That and Rare Exports is like on my list this month. So yeah, Rare Exports is a good film. Yeah, I've got yeah, to watch yeah. it again. But yeah, it's it's good. I mean, with well, I mean, you talk about rare exports. I think um, one of the funniest things I ever saw was the original um, clip that was posted on YouTube years ago. Oh yeah, the little short film from yeah. Rare Exports. Yeah, with the, yeah, that was great. Rabbit Santas. That was fucking hilarious. That really made me laugh. Oh man, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend Troll Hunter. I think uh, anybody should check it out. It's it's fun. I think anyone could like it, even non-horror fans. Yeah. Just a good movie to have fun with. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Uh, what do you got for your second film? Uh, um, nice. I, I have... How do you spell that? It's hard to find. I don't know how to spell it. But, um... Uh, yeah, okay. So, 2000... I, 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 Sorry, the reason why I'm so off the wall today is because I, I don't really watch... Uh, football games while we're doing podcasts, but today I am. And um, yes, yeah, so my my next movie is called Extinction from 2015. It was one of the movies that popped up in the IC Horror Google list that I googled yesterday. So um, this movie came out in 2015. It was directed by Miguel Angel Vivas, 
and it stars Matthew Fox and Jeffrey Donovan. Uh, if you've seen Bone Tomahawk or Lost, you know who Matthew Fox is. Jeffrey Donovan's the dude from Burn Notice, which I've never watched, but he was also in Blair Witch Two. Yeah. Um, so he's not he's not Bruce Campbell in Burn no. Notice. Correct. Um, so this movie starts off with a bunch of people on a bus. Obviously, there's like a big natural disaster. And the, the three I'll wait for Shane to get done whatever the hell he's doing. Carry on. <laughs> he's rolling a fag. Yeah. Come I'm, not su- I'm not surprised. Um he there's uh there's three people you like that are uh, being focused on on the bus. There was like two guys, a woman and a, a crying baby, of course. So there's two buses. One of the buses uh, stops and there's army people on the second bus and they're trying to like uh, walkie talkie over to him like, hey, why would you stop the bus and, and such? And no one's answering. So one of the army men is like, I'm going to go out there. And apparently it's revealed that there is some sort of outbreak, like a zombie like outbreak. And the movie just throws you into it so all these people eventually start getting eaten on the bus they they come on the bus and then the woman with the the, the little baby goes and escapes and the other two guys save her and uh, and then it is it just kind of flash forwards like nine years later and the two guys are living next door to each other in houses and they kind of have to go to the city to like find food and everything. The whole world is cold for some reason. They never specify why, but it's like forever cold, and it's snowing constantly. Um, so yeah. So um, the Matthew Fox he goes to the city one day to try to get some food, and he has a border collie with him. And eventually, he sees one of the the, the infected. They both thought. Well, they hate each other now, so that's that's a thing too. They don't they don't specify why they hate each other, but since the flash forwards all these years later, you kind of think it's probably because of the woman somehow. So the guy goes to the city to get some food, and he sees one of the monsters, and he starts freaking out, and he runs back to his house, and these monsters are coming back, but they don't look like the infected at the beginning of the movie. The the beginning of the movie they show them as kind of like more zombie like. And they're running around attacking people and like eating them. But now they look like the descent creatures. They're all white and they're blind. And they're, yeah. So another thing that kind of bugged me about this is later on in the movie, they end up capturing one of the monsters and they're like, yeah, they're, they're totally blind. And they don't specify why at all to that either. So like it, it worked in the descent because they're blind because they've been, in the caves for like thousands of years or whatever it was. So they, they can't see anyway. So they develop like super like super quote unquote human hearing. And in this, they're like, yeah, they're blind. And it's like, well, why? And they, they mention it's only been nine years since the outbreak occurred. And the way the script gets around this is Matthew Fox is like, yeah, it's blind for anything else. It would have taken thousands of years, but now it only took them nine and they never bring it up again. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, so eventually, you know, the monsters are more rampant and, uh, 
they eventually have to fight him off and it, it ends in a very uh um what's the name of the will smith movie last man on earth it, it ends in a very last man on earth type of way um overall this movie's two fucking hours long and it's extremely slow um there's kind of a lot going on i really like matthew fox in this because he's kind of plays the alcoholic uh like surviving type he goes and hunts in the city and he comes back with food and and in the other house you have jeffrey donovan and the little girl who grew up um it, it, they don't they don't say what happened to the woman until like later on in the movie so there there's a lot of jeffrey donovan must not like trying to teach his daughter like how to survive and there's not enough like monster action there's some good like gore scenes in this but other than that it's kind of like a descent ripoff just with like ice descent creatures they look almost exactly the same and uh yeah so i I wouldn't really recommend it i I gave it like a five out of ten personally but it's like two hours is too rough for this kind of movie and jeffrey Mm. donovan always has like this this surprise look on his face and when him and Matthew Fox like talk to one another, Jeffrey Donovan always has like this surprise look, and then he like looks down, or he like looks to the side, and then he like stops walking, and then he he's like, oh, and then he like walks away. Like the entire movie, he just does that. And it's like, okay, we get it. You guys don't like each other, but uh, but yeah, that's 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 it's a pretty icy movie because the whole world is cold and they don't tell you why. So, that's so yeah, annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've never heard of this movie. Uh, Shane, did, you said you think you saw this one? I have seen this one. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a bad film. Um, but yeah, yeah, the acting's great. pretty good in it. Yeah, but the acting is good. Yeah, the story's not that bad. But yeah, there are plenty of plot holes in it. I mean, I agree with Mike. They could have done more with explaining how it was a nice age and you know how or why these people fucking had the falling out and stuff like that. But, I mean, from what I remember about it, I think the woman got infected. She got bitten. Yes, sorry. Um, yeah, like, uh, the, the, Jesus Christ, the, um, uh, yeah, the woman is later revealed that uh, Matthew Fox was with her in the supermarket, and mm. he was drinking heavily, and he just... <laughs> He just like walks away from her. They get into an argument and he just walks away from her and she's stuck in a car. And then like literally 10 seconds later, a monster comes and just eats her. So the whole time, Jeffrey Donovan's like, you, you killed her. And it's like Matthew Fox was like 15 feet away. I don't know why he left, but he did. But I think it was to do with it was um, Donovan's wife. Yeah, I'm not trying to like get into yeah, it, into it, because I know no, people I are going to watch it. I think, it asked, I think that's where it was, but yeah, if people decide to watch it, that is after your glowing review. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree with you, actually, because I mean, that film, they could have done a lot more with it. Um, and it was an okay film, not the greatest. Um, the When you mention about the creatures, you say they look like something out of The Descent. I thought they looked more like something out of I Am Legend, you know? The shit I am legend with Will Smith. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, um, I, was, I wasn't I was overly impressed with the CGI because they looked too fake. The CGI is awful in this. Yeah, like, really they, the, it's obvious they filmed in a set. 
Mm. Like they didn't they didn't go outside for this at all. Uh, like when they're on their little snowmobiles. <laughs> good lord, when they're on snowmobiles and they're like traveling to to and from the city, like the backdrop, it looks like a sci-fi channel yeah. type deal. It looks so bad, and this is made in 2015. There's not really that much of an excuse for the CGI looking that bad. But it's it's pretty rough. It, it made me laugh because in one of the scenes, Matthew Fox is staring into the sunset. And Jeffrey Donovan's like, oh, what are you looking at? And Matthew Fox doesn't say anything. And he's just looking at the sun. And they're both looking at the sunset. That looks so obviously fake because it's just so overly CGI'd. And it just started making me laugh. Like these two guys, it's like an extended shot. So these two guys are just staring at nothing while the camera is just like pulling back in like this dramatic <laughs> fashion. It just it made me laugh. But it like like Shane said, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. I picked it just because it's it's a pretty icy film and involves like ice descent creatures and everything's cold for some reason and I don't know. It's 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 decent. I wouldn't say it's worth the three dollars I paid for it on Amazon rental, but I would uh, look for other sources to to watch this. <laughs> like I did. <laughs> like I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can see myself watching this. I like the idea of some weird descent creatures um, taking, or, or you know, at least taking over the earth or whatever. But that would annoy me if they never explained why it's like freezing cold everywhere. They might have, but I, they just like fast forward to like nine years later and everything's cold. And you see Matthew Fox, uh, like he has like, he kind of went insane and he's got this like radio thing set up and he's like having this, he's like his own DJ and he's like tomorrow cold the next week. It's going to be cold. And he starts laughing and he's like a year from now it'll be cold. So I'm assuming it's just, everything's cold all the time. So, and, but they, yeah, they never say why. (laughs) <laughs> all right so that one sounds like it sounds like <laughs> like ice descent creatures yeah ice descent great <laughs> all right let me do my uh, last one i picked here uh this one i went i went way back and uh i remember i had seen this movie and i couldn't find it on my dvd racks anywhere and that's because it, i had it on vhs so I pulled out my VHS copy of The Frozen Dead. Um, it's from 1966, at least that's what IMDb says. It was directed by Herbert Ledger, who also directed It. No, not that one. Uh, this is a, a movie called It that's about a golem. Uh, but he was also the but he was the director of uh, The Candyman. No, not that one either. This one is about a drug dealer that uh, kidnaps people in Mexico. Um, so huh? I don't know. This guy's claim to fame is that he has two movies that have, have famous other movies made after with the same <laughs> title. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, this is actually this movie you can get on DVD. I saw it on Amazon. It was it was like ten bucks. Um, maybe there's other places you could get it. I couldn't find it streaming anywhere. My but I didn't really look too hard. I just sort of googled it and it popped up on Amazon. Ah. Uh, it stars uh, Dana Andrews, uh, was a guy that he was in uh, Airport 75, which also featured Linda Blair. Connections, fellas. Oh, Connections. It all comes together. It's all about. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, this takes place 20 years after World War II. A German scientist has frozen Nazis uh, that were that he wants to bring back to life. He's going to be restoring them and making the Fourth Reich, apparently. And 
he's having trouble uh, essentially defrosting them, basically, because their brains get all fucked up when he defrosts them, and they have each each one that gets defrosted has some type of neurological problem. Like one guy, like just sort of stands there twitching. And another guy is like obsessed with like religion, and which I thought like, oh, this guy is mentally challenged because he's obsessed with religion. <laughs> and then like every every one of them that gets thought out has like some issue. So he's trying to perfect that, but he thinks there's just a problem with freezing the brain and thawing it. So he needs to do more more experiments on brains and like other Nazis that are still around come in and visit the doctor to see how everything's going. Uh, he's got a niece that lives with him. And she doesn't know, one, that he's a Nazi, and two, that there's, like, frozen bodies in the basement. Uh, she thinks he's just some sort of scientist working on cryogenics. And um, a friend of hers comes and visits the house. And I guess the friend sees something she shouldn't see or whatever, and one of the unfrozen Nazis kills her. So the, the scientist wants to, like, cover it up. But he also goes, oh great, a frozen body, I could work with this brain here and, you know, do some more experiments on it and stuff. So he cuts her head off and they dress one of the Nazis up as a woman with a, a complete with a wig and a mask and and to have her take a train out and say that the, the girl left and took a train back somewhere, back to France or something. And um, he starts experimenting with the, the other girl's head and... Basically, the the uh, the niece, you know, is like, oh, there's something wrong with my friend. The operation somehow gave the severed head some type of psychic powers. They don't really explain <laughs> it. And um, <laughs> and she can partially control some of the zombies and she or zombie parts, I guess. And uh, she's sending messages to the niece in her dreams. Whenever the niece has a dream, it's like about the severed head and her body's gone and blah, blah, blah. Um, and the severed head gag is hilarious whenever they show it. It's, it's a woman's head poking out of a hole in a table with, like, a, a tray around it. <laughs> it looks really bad, but it's pretty funny. And, you know, shit happens. Um, a big Nazi zombie attack happens. Uh, some people get frozen and killed. But one of the coolest parts, and this is, like, a, a big spoiler for the movie, but it's it's kind of worth seeing, um... If you're interested in old, old zombie movies, because, you know, this is 66. This is before Night of the Living Dead or any of that. Uh, there's one scene towards the end of the movie, the head, after the head gets its vengeance and all this other stuff, it just starts saying over and over again, bury me, bury me, bury me. Like, not even kill me, just because they don't know if they can kill it. So she's just like, bury me. I'm like, oh, that's fucking grim. That's some dark shit for a movie in the 60s. So, uh, I believe this is the first Nazi zombie movie. I don't think anything else uh, predates this with frozen Nazis um, coming back from the dead. It's pretty entertaining for a movie that old. I know a lot of people don't like movies from the 60s. It is in color, so um, that's a plus for a movie around that time being of a low budget. Um but if you can't watch old movies, this isn't going to be any exception. You know, it's it's a slower pace. There's more than one scene where a man grabs a woman by the shoulders and is like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> that happens in every fucking movie from back then. Um, but I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought it was it was pretty interesting. They had so many macabre details put into it uh, for, you know, this 
when you see movies this old, you think they're all they're gonna be you know pretty straight laced and not out of whack at all. And this one gets pretty wacky. So I say check out the Frozen Dead. Uh, you you're not gonna be it's not gonna make any list of the greatest anything ever. But if you're a zombie fan and you want to check out some of the old shit, give this a watch. It's got some weird fucking stuff in it. Where and an entire wall of Nazi arms. <laughs> that hang from the wall where it's literally just a piece of sheetrock with guys with their arms <laughs> sticking through, but they're like, Oh no, they're not attached to anything. <laughs> so yeah, it's fucking cool. Um, I'd say give it a watch. Have you guys ever heard of the frozen dead? No, no, no. Yeah. Nah, I didn't expect it. Oh, also the cover for this one. When I mentioned the, the chilling, I said it had a really great cover. The frozen dead has maybe the worst cover I've ever seen of any VHS <laughs> Uh, I posted it on my Instagram. Uh, if you want to go check it out, it's it's like a a baby blue background with a guy's face. I don't even think he's one of the guys in the movie, with what looks like a sticker of a swastika instead of a pupil. Like that's that stands out, and everything else, it just looks like the worst fucking Microsoft Paint job anyone's ever done. <laughs> like Comic Sans font, it says oh, like God. the Frozen Dead. It is it is a terrible cover, but. Definitely, uh, I, if you come across it, give it a watch. But, you know, I wouldn't say go out there and spend 10 bucks on the DVD or anything. Uh, if you find it streaming somewhere, it's definitely worth checking out. So, that's cool. what I got from my Icy Horror Boys. <laughs> we had, a, we had <laughs> a few suggestions, didn't we, Mike? Uh... <laughs> I think somebody mentioned some. Yes. I got some replies. Um, because I put a post up while we <clears throat> before we or just before we went live, or just as we went live. Um and I got a few replies on a cut on a, a posts. I'm just uh pulling them up now. But yeah, carry on. Yeah. Excuse me. Um Anybody? <laughs> I have people recommending their Christmas movies. Not really icy horror, though. But, oh, I'll say those anyway. Um, yeah, why not? On my, on my Instagram post, I put for the Reddit, uh, UHM subreddit. Uh, oh, we Pat, probably should have mentioned that, huh? Eh, probably. I haven't looked at it. I've been too busy. But um, Path. Patrick Timothy Shaw has said, I watched Silent Night, Deadly Night 1 in fourth grade when friend's shit mom said we could rent any movie for his birthday, and I haven't been the same since. <laughs> Naughty. Um, I'm the man in the in a box has said, Elves in Silent Night, Deadly Night 5. Good Christmas cheese to end this month. As for favorite icy horror, ones that aren't so obvious, iced. <laughs> iced? <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> Iced Cold Prey and Hammers the Abominable Snowman and Windchill. Oh. Yeah, he mentioned Windchill. I didn't notice that. There you go. Um, I've heard of these. Iced. I love that Iced gets mentioned. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> skiing slasher. Val said it's the most wonderful time of the year. And British Gouch said Krampus is a staple every Christmas, and I'm thinking of making Terror Train a New Year's tradition. David Copperfield. Because <laughs> David Copperfield's in territory. <laughs> yes, and um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. 
Cool. Anyone um, respond to you, Shane? Yeah, I've got um, on Twitter, ho, 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 it's Lordog, RPG historian, says The Thing and um, Ginger Snaps 3. I have The Blair Witch on Instagram, says The Thing. And on Facebook, Chilly Williams says Frozen, not the Disney film, Wind Chill. The Snowman, Fastbender, and of course The Thing. <laughs> Darren... Yeah, Darren well, Brandt. I heard that Fastbender movie was terrible. Wow. I want to watch it, though. I really <laughs> do. Darren Branson says, Rare Exports, Dead Snow, Let the Right One In, 30 Days of Night. Um, <clears throat> my friend Vicky Jackson Milne says, as above, as in the same as Darren, and she also says Krampus, um, The New Black Christmas, um, and Jack Frost. Tom Reynolds says, let the, let the right one in. Um, and then Darren Branson also says, also forgot The Shining. So, that's, oh, yeah. That's yeah. So that's it. I was going to do Frozen. Awesome. I was going to talk about Frozen because that's pretty much the ultimate ice, icy horror movie with two people getting trapped on a ski lift over a weekend. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. That's an interesting one. Um, what was that other one? You ever see ATM? I don't know if I mentioned that on the podcast. I've always seen the tri- yeah, uh, the, the picture for it on Netflix, but I never watched it. I heard it's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's not, not that quite. good. Yeah. <laughs> There's like two or three really interesting scenes. You know, people are stuck in a little ATM booth, and then at one point the, the killer like starts filling it with water because it's freezing, and they're just getting soaking wet and frozen. Um, so that's probably one of the only interesting parts of the movie. The rest of it's just shit. You're like, just fucking run, you idiots. Yeah. Oh, no, there's a guy out there. Okay, so just outrun him. Problem solved. Or there's multiple people in there. Just rush them. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, let me see. I had some other ideas, too. There's uh, there's a few, like, Yeti movies. I know um, somebody mentioned the Abominable Snowman from Hammer. Uh, I've got a couple really bad ones, but I've been thinking of saving those for like a Sasquatch episode or something. Yeah, we should do a Sasquatch episode. We could do Night of the Creep. Night of the Creep. Night that's, of the Creep. That's the Bigfoot one. You said I thought I, I watched it. I thought, oh, I, Night of the Demon. Oh, Night of the Demon. You're right. You're right. You're right. I knew it was. I, I knew it was like another horror franchise without the S. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Night of the Creep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one creep. <laughs> It's just a slug. I don't know why that's, well, a, single creep, why that's a, funny. a single slug. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Um, yeah, there was another one I watched. I wanted to talk about because of how bad it is. I think it's called The Thaw, and I believe it's Val Kilmer. I think is in that one. Oh god! It's it's, it's like modern Val Kilmer too. It's not oh, even like god. <laughs> he was good in MacGruber. McGruber, yes, I was about to say that actually. <laughs> McGruber's fucking awesome. Yeah, the thaw, and that this is one about a the um, people are up in the Arctic and they find uh, parasites in the ice, and apparently the parasites like you know spread fast and kill people or whatever. But I remember that being shit. A lot of these movies that we're talking about now are seem like better choices than the ones we had. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> i know i i picked some bad ones i knew the chilling was gonna be sketchy and the frozen dead i remember i kind of liked but yeah the um there's probably a lot better choices 
Uh, I'm sure we could do further episodes. If anyone has any good ideas for, you know, uh, cold movies, write in. Let us know. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll maybe do it eventually. The winter's long enough. We could probably squeeze in some more shit. Yeah, Chicago winter lasts until, like, September, so I got a while to go. <laughs> yeah, always cold. So, um... Yeah, right in, right in. Let us know. Also, um, I think we got a a gaming episode coming up, right, Mike? Yeah, and uh, I mean, a couple weeks probably, or yeah, the next episode. Are you are you I, up in your uh, Bloodborne gaming or? Oh my, it's not at all. <laughs> Fucking, I it, I just haven't had time. I should. I really got to sit down and get some more in. Like I I got to a point where I've got so like three or four directions I can go, and I'm like. Oh, I could go to this area, or I could go to this area, or I could go back and finish this boss I was working on, and I just fucking haven't played in like a week and a half. Lousy work being an adult. No, I know. Yeah, Val, uh, Val's been prepping pretty hard for this. Oh my so god. So I think she's finished like four horror games in the amount of time. Oh my god. You know what? Here's what we're going to do, Mike. We're just going to give her a microphone and just let her go. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. And then, uh, yeah, we'll just put it out there. Hopefully it's good. So, yeah, uh, so we got a video game episode coming up. And then I'm uh, sure after that we got a Christmas episode. We're going we're gonna to have yeah, we to gotta do Christmas do, war. we got to do a Christmas one. I'm, I already have my movie picked out. What's that? I'm fucking ready to rock. Santa Jaws. Oh, the one Connor Blackman suggested to you? <laughs> yes. Stupid as fuck. <laughs> I am so, I got to find it, though. <laughs> it, it's got to be on Amazon or somewhere. I'm so excited for that. It looks so bad. So, yeah, write in. Uh, let us know what your favorite Christmas uh, horror movies are. Or maybe, you know, if you want to get a shout-out on some uh, video game movies coming out. Or um, video game movies. <laughs> oh, what an idiot. Some fucking horror video games. Um, you know, you can feel free to write in there. We'll read them out on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, you can get in touch with us. Uh, and all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Again, the Facebook group, all you need is blood. And, of course, our Instagram account, Mike, does a good job putting a post up for pretty much every episode coming up. And, uh, yeah, put something on there, and we will get back to you. Um, I, I, I do want to say that we, uh, as of, what, like this week, uh, Frightmaster, the CEO, I'm going to call him. And, uh, the CEO. <laughs> the CEO, <laughs> owner and editor of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. He made the subreddit public. Um it currently has no roles. It's like the Wild West of Reddit right now. So oh you could God. probably go up there and put a picture of your, your PP and no one would really know. But um, it's pretty it's pretty barren right now, but we're working on getting it up and ready to go. So eventually, I, I kind of want to put up all of our past podcast episodes into like a sticky or something. So it's kind of easier to get to besides going to SoundCloud. But um, yeah, absolutely. And and for people like I know there's a lot of people that either don't want to go on Facebook or deal with a lot of, you know, normal social media, but they'll use Reddit as a, uh, you know, an information source. Um, Fright is always one of the best for upcoming, you know, info and shit on there. We just got to keep whipping him till he remembers to post all the stuff on Reddit. Um, so, yeah, well, it's uh, our upcoming horror movies, right? Uh, I think it's just all one word. It's uh, aren't you a moderator? You are too. Yeah, <laughs> goddammit. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, upcoming horror movies on Reddit. So if you use Reddit, it's going to be reddit.com slash r slash upcoming horror movies. 
And uh, we currently have seven subscribers. <laughs> and we have no rules or anything, so we gotta edit that. <laughs> we should probably put some rules. On. I feel like Fright just kind of said, "Hey, here's a subreddit. Uh, Ryan and Mike, your guys are mods, so I'll leave you to you it. Later. I'll leave you to it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a mistake. So yeah, if you if you want, yeah, eventually it'll be a lot better than it is now. But you could get on the ground floor. You could tell everyone and impress them. Say, "Listen, I got on there. I was I was member number eight to join." Yeah. When it has 50 subscribers next year. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. All right, boys, what do you say we wrap this thing up here? Yep. <clears throat> um, yeah, so if you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Facebook, uh, Instagram, All You Need. What is my name? All You Need is All You Need Ryan. All You Need oh, Ryan. Yes, All You Need Ryan. That's a great one. Um, my, uh, Twitter at Ryan Tudelo, all one word. And, um, again, all the Gmail and everything I had mentioned earlier, you get in touch with us. Mike, your, uh, contact stuff. Um, on Instagram as Whittemore. I am also doing the Instagram page for all you need is blood podcast. Um, I'm on Facebook and the upcoming horror movies forum. I'm now one of the mods for the subreddit of upcoming horror movies. Uh, that's that's pretty much about it. Sweet Shane. Um, on Twitter, I am Dead Cell Society. Instagram, Dead Cell Society seventy four. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining me, and everybody, thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next time with uh, some more amazing shit, I'm sure, as we always provide. Yep. So, we'll just say bye for now, everyone. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. You know what's really scary? I don't have to piss. I drank, I drank like, two cans of seltzer and an entire cup of tea during that podcast. I feel like that's how dehydrated I am. Are you are you okay? Well, I was <laughs> drinking pretty heavily last night. <laughs> if it's any consolation, it's those... I have been busting for a slash for the last forty five minutes. <laughs>